All right, this is us. Uh, today we have Walter Gavo. Galveo. Gavio. See, Jamie, I'm horrible with these names, eh? That's okay. Yeah, I'll I know. forgive you. I know. You'll just you'll just correct me. Yeah, not to worry. Not to worry. <laughs> so, Walter, give us a little history on how you got into real estate. I know we talked about you were in the bridal hospitality industry. That's right. Yeah, you were doing that. What made you jump to real estate? Uh, what needs did you see uh, that would benefit your clientele? It's actually an interesting story because before, as you mentioned, I was uh, an event planner and I used to own a convention center. So 23 years in the hospitality industry, we wow. always rely on extreme um, customer service by offering concierge uh, type amenities to our clients. Nice. But when I was actually purchasing real estate for myself, I did feel that there was kind of an opportunity, if you will, and lack of that attention to uh, professionalism and always being for the client whenever they needed me to be there. Nice. So I just said, here's a great opportunity to maybe try it out and see where it goes. And interesting enough, uh, what happened is with the younger demographic, like the first time buyers, a lot of the couples that were getting married then decided to actually purchase real estate with myself, nice. uh, which was great. And then their parents saw how well it was working with their children. They then decided to also list their properties with myself as well. So it's really, I, I just saw a true niche for exemplary service in the real estate industry. So your actual real estate name? It's uh, so it's Walter Gavale, but the group is called Accelerate Realty Group. I love. Can we do the logo? Like when he <laughs> says that, can we actually put the logo up? So yeah, I want your logo is beautiful though. Yeah, it is a beautiful. Thank so you. that exceptional service reflects on that name. Correct. Because you know the other day you posted. Um, I know we talked. We just talked about it. The commercial. You're now representing KW's commercial side of uh, real estate. Correct. Which is awesome. You'll be their representation uh, with another, I guess you're co-chairing with somebody. Correct. Which is awesome. Um, and congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, but I did want to say uh, your logo, starting from the logo, starting from meeting with you the first time, how your services, is, it, it excels. Yes. Right? And you. You, you do take pride in that, right? And I always say you always look sharp. <laughs> I'm like, I love how he dresses. <laughs> well, you got to represent yourself at all times. That's my main, um, you know, philosophy. Yeah. Our slogan is we accelerate your real estate goals, meaning that nice. we can take you from, you know, first time buyer to, uh, you know, downsizing or upsizing. And then after we also work with a lot of real estate investors. Nice. So we're kind of like the one stop solution base. And then I also do commercial in the, uh, for the business owners. Nice. So what do you, uh, who do you prefer working with? Buyers? or sellers this is my ultimate question what do you who do you prefer just out of curiosity i don't really have a preference Good. but as a uh, a realtor they say that when you get the listings is actually when you get the the leads or lead generation but to me i've never looked at it as as such because there's a lot more work involved when you're dealing with uh, a, a seller because you got to deal with their staging you got to deal with their uh the showings the open houses and whatnot so i really truly don't have a preference I just look at every client as an individual and work with them right from, you know, concept to uh, execution. But you can see that, though, like uh, from the first time I met you, uh, you stood out for me. Right. We met at the golf. Uh, term, but you Correct. were just funny. Like you were very uh, meticulous about how you did things. Right. And I'm like, I like how he's running this because you were helping with that golf uh, tournament. Um, but you stood out. Right. And and that's what's important in the real estate. Being so saturated with real estate agents, it's very important and key uh, with your service to stand out, right? So what would you say 
sets you apart from your like you know real estate associates? There's a lot of um, people in our industry that they look at volume, and I've never looked at numbers or volumes or your your girl's commission earned in, in a year. Sorry. I re I really look at the satisfaction of the actual client themselves. So before I actually even start initiating anything with a client, I do a needs analysis. That's I, awesome. Correct, and I really want to get a sense of what their wants are. We actually create a Pinterest storyboard of some of the characteristics that they would like to see in the home. And oh my it, God, you do a Pinterest? Yeah, we do a Pinterest storyboard. Yeah, because again, uh, when I'm viewing the properties, I don't want to show my clients something that's not going to match what they want to see at the, as an end uh, result in their property. Um, so it goes to that magnitude. I have, that's amazing. Yeah, I have clients too that live abroad. We actually will do a live FaceTime tour of the property. And they trust me that if they're living abroad and I already know what they want, we can actually do um, a, a walk through a property. By the end of the walk through the property, we say if it's yes or no uh, for that particular family. That's amazing. Okay, so this Pinterest, I've, I've got to understand. Sure. So how does it look like? So what they'll do is uh, we'll create a story, um, a board for the, each family. Um, so let's say it's the Galvale family. We'll use my family as an example. They'll go through Pinterest and start actually putting up images of what they want to see in their family room. If they're into shiplack, if they're into the rustic barn look. That's amazing. Yeah. And after by that time, um, we know what their wants are and what their needs are. Sometimes there are people that will gut a property right from the onset. But again, we talk about their end design. So part of my background too is design. So oh yeah, you did say this. Yeah, right. correct. Okay. So when I'm coming into a property, I can talk to them about their furniture placement, about future renovations, what it'll look like. Um, and after they love the fact that by the time the walkthrough is done, that I understand what they want to do and they understand if it's within their budget. That's what they gotta want to save renovate. you so much time though. Walter. It does. It literally does. Like because you're going through. So there's some you know agents that will go through 30 properties. And then they're picking and choosing, you know, okay, they did like that kitchen, but they didn't like that bathroom. They like that flooring, but they don't like, so you're just doing that right off the, the onset. Correct. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So a lot of people will just do a, create a search for their clients. Of course. Yeah. Three bedroom. Correct. So yeah. it actually gets filtered to me first and then I forward it to my clients. That's amazing. Uh, because again, there's no sense of getting excited about a property that you know, they can't afford or it's not within their parameter. Um, so this way, every single uh, search they get, it, they're qualified before it gets to them. You know what? That's amazing. That's awesome. So here's a, a question that I've, I've asked a lot of people and we've only done a couple of since the rates have dropped. Where do you see the market? Because we were just uh, talking about um, how we're now back to how many offers on one home. What dictated that? What do you think happened? Because did you think we would go back to 2016, 2017, Walter? Like, think about that. I definitely think what happened in 2017, it was more of a hype than anything else. Okay. Last year and uh, 2018 and 2019, it was correcting itself. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think what was happening in that midterm is that people were waiting and now they're ready to get back into the market in 2020. Yeah. But there's a threshold. So I will always tell my clients, I, in my opinion, that threshold is up to $700,000. Um, so now what the problem is, though, is I just hope that all those people that, that were standing by did get pre-approved or had discussions sure. with their, their mortgage broker. Because now the other challenge becomes you're getting, on average, 16 offers for one property. Is that not crazy, though? It Why is crazy. are we there? Yeah, and, and I just uh, was involved in um, a transaction in Milton 
that there were 68 registered offers and it's went for 120,000 over asking. Okay, but did you think that this was going to happen again? Honestly? Uh, not at this magnitude. Correct. Okay. I did not think that. So therefore, right from the onset, you got to get connected with a good mortgage broker. For sure. Get everything in line. There should be discussions regarding your RSP. But you should be going back and we we're going to do a segment on this. We should like you should be going back. If you got pre-approved last year, with all the changes coming up in April, you should be going back to your broker and speaking to your broker because rates are low now. What's what's next, right? 68 offers, like, yeah. come on. And, and I also think too, though, that the longer people wait, the worse it's gonna be, and I'll tell you right. why. The investors. So the investors now that have invested in the financial portfolio, uh, that basically bought a piece of paper, they're now gonna rethink, maybe I should start investing in the real estate market. That's right. So that's gonna be another you know, individual type buyer that's going to be competing with first time buyers and those that are down. And they're going to risk it. Correct. They're going to risk it. They're not even going to care. They're not going to say, you know, if they have the cash on hand, you're going to see this. But those 68 offers, 30 of them could be cash offers, Walter. So what do you, so when you get a seller on that side, what do you, how are you figuring out what is the best offer of 68? Yeah, well, in that particular scenario, we definitely would do an offer date. And then after, unfortunately, Smart, yeah. we do state we will accept preemptive offers, which some people refer them as bully offers. Uh, the challenge becomes is that your buyers just got to be ready. And it's all about communication uh, and, and really being realistic with their expectations. Um, but again, I can stress to you that unlike yourself, there are mortgage brokers that are out there or financial institutions, they're not ready for this. No. So for anybody that, like you said, that just got pre-qualified a year ago. You gotta redo it. You gotta redo it. Mm -hmm. And then the other question too is, the ones that are actually not in, in limbo right now that have not signed their mortgage, now the rates just went lowered again, which you can contact them to again and say, That's we can right. actually give you more budget now. Yeah, so no, but I guess my next question to you is, uh, where do you see this market going? Like we asked people in January, we're now today, and you know, with all the information you know, where do you see the market heading? I really feel it's gonna be a long spring market. That's Just right. because this coronavirus is kind of putting a dent in it. That's right. Initially, spring market was very short term. I think it's gonna be extended just because of That's the coronavirus. Right. So again, if anybody's out there, you know, on the sidelines waiting to buy, check with your professional immediately regarding your rates your qualifications uh because you they're got, changing weekly daily. they are changing weekly yeah right? and then the stress test also changed as well which kind of helps that uh, that that group as well mm -hmm. but it, but documents is a big thing right now being prepared and having them Agreed. submitted ready to go um and again with mortgage brokers like yourself and, and your group is that you're different? You're going to the get them the best rate within a multitude of different companies. That's right. Where unlike when you're going to uh, one of the top five banks, they're only going to give you their rate. Uh, we're seeing delays with them more and more these days. A hundred. So I I would like to say I'm not mentioning any bank yeah. name, <laughs> but one bank uh, in particular that has uh, you know most of my approvals. I'm like, when are you dropping your rates? And they're always the last bank to drop the rates, right? So you know I'm like. How can you, for your existing clients, how can you give them a higher rate, right? So I'm not naming the bank, but you need to be, you need to use your discretion. And I agree with you. If a broker has, you know, 35 plus lenders, maybe talk to them because these, like the banks now, they're not, they're taking their time to lower their rates. You got it. You got it. 
Right. So, and I'm, I'm going through this right now. I'm arguing with the bank saying, lower your rate. You're it's unfair. Like, you know, your competitors offering two, five, four, but you're still at two, eight, four. This is crazy. Right. But they lag because they want to get their closings done, you know, and they want to get, you know, as many booked at that higher rate. Right. But so then, you're right. But when they then review the numbers of the quarter, they wonder why they didn't do so well. That's right. It's because their competition was more proactive. That's right. Um, so again, as a mortgage broker, that's going to be your goals to push for the best rate from all the different banks that you for currently sure. have relationships, where again, at another financial institution, they're not going to do that. They're just going to worry about their own rate. That's right. Um, and again, we find that in today's market, you got to go firm, meaning that no conditions of financing. I can't believe we're back here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like this, like we were just, I was just talking to Dee about this this morning. Like, when did we get here? Again, <laughs> like we've arrived, right? Yeah, so. but again, as, as um, I think what's great about these podcasts and, you know, people doing their videos online, it's actually educating the public because right. it was, they didn't believe us when we were telling them. Well, now they're really getting the gist of it, stating that, you know what, if there's more than one professional saying this, there's some truth to it. And right. now they're starting to understand and they're getting ready. They yeah. literally are getting ready. So we're seeing people buy um, even before they get married now, and they're buying some of them are pre-construction, some of them are existing properties, and they'll rent it out in the midterm. For sure. Because if you wait too long, you're only going to be getting a further appreciation in the marketplace. That's right. So if you're able to buy before you're married, that would be an opinion that I would definitely suggest. And you you have said that to me, which is awesome. So Walter, I want to ask you something. I know that like we we show our bracelets. I know I, I was laughing about it, but you're all about positive, like being positive in that. Like yes. you even like when you walk into a room, your presence is is amazing. And I know like we've taken this whole thing about positivity. But I know that if somebody's handling my file, I would want somebody to be positive, right? So right. if catastrophe hits, I would want to make sure that you are of sane mind and you're very positive to handle that situation. Um, so I do like kudos to you for always taking, you know, um, you know, the self-development, uh, taking that serious. I know that the last time we talked, you were doing, you wanted to eat healthier. Yeah, How is that vegan. going? <laughs> it's actually going well. Um, it took a while to get used to it, being, right. you know, European background, Portuguese background. Yeah, that's uh, right, Portuguese. Yeah, we were accustomed to our seafood, our fish, For and sure. a lot of red meat and, and chicken type of thing. But, you know, when you're cutting it entirely, it's definitely challenging. Yeah. So basically, you know, as you're saying, uh, as I'm getting older, I definitely feel there's more of a need to be positive within our world and within our realm, uh, with my children especially, because children are suffering more and more of anxiety. Yes. And I think us as you know adults, we gotta you know suppress that, and we gotta look and talk about positivity because with the news, I don't even have a cable anymore because I don't so want to hear. So don't I. Correct. I don't yeah. want to hear about the news. Um, I also got to be realistic to keep informed, uh, but at the same time too is try to find the positive out of, out of everything. Yes, we have coronavirus. How is it impacting? What is the worst case scenario? But also what is the best case scenario? So there are people taking advantage of this um, issue as well in the stock market because they're calling it a bear market right now and they're waiting because it will go further down. Oh yeah, uh, for and, sure. And then what's going to happen is people with money are going to start buying into it, right? For sure. So again, find the positivity and everything, but also spread the positivity. I find um, I'm a networker. I, I like to build alliances with great people with the same mindset uh, because the more positivity, the, it tries to, you know, triples, duplicates itself sure. and the energy travels. That's what I mean. But you don't like somebody could express 
I'm, I'm positive, but it's just when you walk into a room, right? If somebody senses like, that's when I met you, the first time I met you, yeah. you could sense, you know, the way you were, right? right? And I loved it. I was like, I, I, I actually, in a room, I think I went to you and I, yeah. I started talking to you, right? Yeah, you're, but you're, you're like me, we're extroverts. Yeah, 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 we're like, hey, <laughs> yeah. what's up? Yes. But I honestly, I do wanna like, you know, thank you. Thank you for being that positive person because, thank you know, you. We, we talk about it here all the time, um, you know, I know that if I was buying, you know, a house, you know, and I'm spending a lot of money, mm -hmm. I would want somebody in my court that was positive yeah. that, you know, I'm sorry, this Pinterest has really got me, you know, <laughs> like, let's do like a, a little insert about Pinterest. But I honestly think that's awesome because you're looking at the needs of your clients, but you're also uh, positive, right. right? So if catastrophe hits, you're going to be the positive one, right? right. Um, and you're going to handle that situation appropriately, right? right? So you're not going to be running, you know, away from the flames. You're going to run towards the flames, being positive about it, right? Because we great analogy. <laughs> because we've all gone through it. Like we've gone yeah. through it as. Um, but it's with age, though. I it gotta. Is with age, I, I yes. have to blame. Like yeah. I do have to agree with you on that. Um, as as we, you know, as I had kids, and you know, with age and with opening the company. I honestly, not a lot of things, uh, you know, get me going. Like it really doesn't upset me, right? Yeah. So when catastrophe hits, we had a little bit of a situation yesterday. Um, you know, Edward told me this morning, he's like, you handled that amazing. Yeah. But you know, I sat down, I, I went into my office, I closed the door and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Right? Like it wasn't like I, I reacted to this situation and I feel you're on that level yeah. where you're, you know, you're, you're proactive on solving an issue. And I know when you're, a transaction, a real estate transaction is never smooth, no, right? Never. So you want to have somebody that's good like that. So thank you for being like that. Yeah. You know, thank you for being awesome. Uh, I'm so glad that I met you that one day at the, the golf course. I thought you were awesome. I still think you're awesome. And I thank think you, you dress amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I also commend yourself. I mean, there's not a lot of people doing what you're doing at the forefront, um, providing valuable information to your audience and to others that are out there, whether they come to you to transact or not. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. I, th I think that's critical. Um, so continue, to, you know, doing the great work that you're doing as well. And you're, you're forced to be reckoned with as well in, in, in our industry because nice. without partners like yourselves, we couldn't do what we do. And sometimes things do happen on the financial side. For sure. But having someone to support you beyond the call of duty, it, it is an asset. So you for do sure. provide that service. So Walter, thank you so much for coming in thank and you. being my guest. Honestly, I think you're great. Um, you know, if we can put his uh, website up, uh, Facebook, contact, everything, so people know where to reach you. Great. So thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Carmen. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks.
ask, if you got pre-approved last year, with all the changes coming up in April, you should be going back to your broker and speaking to your broker because rates are low now. What's what's next, right? 68 offers, like, come on. And I also think too, though, that the longer people wait, the worse it's gonna be, and I'll tell you right. why. The investors. So the investors now that have invested in the financial portfolio, uh, that basically bought a piece of paper, they're now going to rethink. Maybe I should start investing in the real estate market. That's right. Okay. So this Pinterest, I've, I've got to understand. Sure. So how does it look like? So what they'll do is uh, we'll create a story, um, a board for the each family. Um, so let's say it's the Galveo family. We'll use my family as an example. They'll go through Pinterest and start actually putting up images of what they want to see in their family room. If they're into shiplap. If they're into the rustic barn look. That's amazing. Yeah.